I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. We're live on a Monday night, ready to do some podcasting. Find us wherever you get podcasts. The official weapon of the show is... The taser. An unofficial sport. Bullet ball. A bullet ball. Extreme, extreme, extreme. Um, and yeah, uh, th- that's that's pretty much, you know, the whole upfront. I mean, just make sure y'all handle the show notes. Y'all see everything going down in those show notes. That is where you leave feedback for the show. You can leave us five star reviews on Apple Podcasts. We read those on the air as long as they're nice. Uh, and you can leave emails, voicemails, you can leave comments on our website. We love it. Okay. And we appreciate y'all to take the time out to do that. Um, let's go ahead and start getting into the show. I, uh, I did just have like quick, you know, like stuff, you know, moment of New York or whatever. Um, I just, uh, at work today, I got pulled into a lot of meetings and stuff, um, uh and and they got me doing some stuff uh um like a little bit more responsibilities and stuff around there uh which is a good thing like i feel like it's dope that they trusted me with it um and that uh responsibilities yeah like uh we had a few people out sick for various reasons i don't think any of them were COVID, but you know whatever the reason were people was out sick and so um I uh, just ended up by default being at some of these meetings, but I was planning to be in there. Um, I got to work. I'm going to do something where we're working with this. Uh, I did it. I had about doing a focus group and, you know, I got the idea from just like, you know, stuff that I've seen on TV when with these shows that have budgets like, you know, like an Eric Andre show or, you know, uh, these reality these shows where they like bring in people from a focus group and they ask them questions and if all goes right it'll air on on the, on the show and y'all will get to see it um but because it's kind of like my baby uh i had to be in the meeting uh wow. with the people who are going to conduct the focus group because mm-hmm. it's like we're bringing in these outside dudes who will <clears throat> specialize in like these type of skits and stuff and so um i'm doing I'm, I was working with them and I got to meet them and the meeting was like an hour and a half is a pretty long meeting, but we went through everything they're going to say in the focus group and came up with like different ideas and different stuff. Cause the thing that you don't see is like for this piece, there may even may not even be three minutes. Who knows how much they're going to cut it down. Cause you know, it's a 20 something minute show. Mm-hmm. Um, it, It's so much work. Like we're going to probably end up filming four or five hours worth of shit when we yeah, film somebody it. Somebody has to make a decision to chop that down. Yeah. And mm-hmm. there's all these gags and they want to have backup things and things to say. But I think like much of the writing for this type of thing I'm learning, uh, I don't, and I don't anticipate that they'll use that much of this stuff. Not that the baseline ideas won't be useful, but it's not going to be scripted because you got real people. So it's not like right. we know exactly what their response is going to be. And part of the reason that these dudes are doing this is because they're good, you know, off the cuff 
and dealing in these situations. And everybody's not, right? That's actually a skill. People underestimate the skill in that. Yeah, and so these guys are called like the good liars. And they, you know, kind of like Jordan Klepper, where they go out and interview people that, you know, whether they be like Trump people, Occupy Wall Street people, whatever. And they kind of like ask them questions and then, you know, they they edit it and put it out or whatever. And it's like, you know, humorous and whatnot. Um, So I'm writing all this stuff for them. And uh, it was cool to get to meet them in person and kind of talk to them and see them do their thing. And we had to like uh, pretend to be the focus group. Um, which, you know, like my thing is like, I like being involved in that stuff. Cause I want to know how the shit is made. And mm-hmm. to be honest, if, and when the shit don't turn out right, people that kind of, you know, people are going to be like, we should have been paying attention or whatever. And it could be a waste of resources and stuff. And if it's going to be on the air or going to potentially be part of the show, I would like to, I would like for it to be successful, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, you know, I think the more you're into this stuff the more you realize like just how much shit is just like it doesn't make it it just you know how much stuff is something went wrong something changed you know so everything you can try to help i prefer to try to help you know um Mm -hmm. so uh yeah but i was in that meeting and that was uh interesting and and coming up with stuff and I'm getting a little bit better at coming up with stuff on the fly, like when they are like, hey, we need to ask Bomani some questions and, you know, can we come up with some questions to ask him and, and me, you know, I'm getting better at being like, oh, what about this? What about that? As a, you know, sometimes last season, I, I would feel like I couldn't come up with anything until I was really like sitting down at my desk away from people. And this time, even in a room full of people, I can kind of come up with stuff. That's um, good. Yeah, and then in certain situations, it can be a little bad because I got to figure something out because when we do, like, our weekly topical stuff, Bo comes in, he has his opinions, he picks what stories he wants to cover, and he kind of goes over it with the room. And he's building his... uh He's building his point of view and what, what he wants to discuss and what he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And so normally I try to come in with two or three things per topic that maybe he'll want to use or maybe he should consider in this point. Even if he doesn't use it, it may help him sharpen this point. Um, but then we have to go back to our desk and write like three or four more points. to, to that. Okay, to, in addition to the ones you've already pitched. Yeah, so yeah. I'm getting to this thing where I'm realizing if I pitch something... I'm burning stuff that he may or may not use, but I'm burning it in the meeting and then I'm doubling the work. Whereas if a lot of people just kind of keep it to themselves and don't say anything during the meeting. And to me, it's like if the vibe of the meeting is for him to build his point of view, I feel like maybe we should all be contributing, but maybe I'm looking at it backwards where we should just hear out his point of view and then go back later and add the things that I was going to say in the meeting to, yeah, to a document. I want to ask. Somebody might actually, you know, yeah. ask, like, how is this meeting supposed to go? Is he supposed to just talk to us and then we go back and write our ideas and on top of that? Like, because it might be one of those things where that might have been what everybody is supposed to do and they mm. didn't express that or, 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 or make that full. Yeah, I just feel like I'm doubling up my work somehow mm-hmm. in a way that, 
you know, and I, I like because um, they were saying like, you know, don't put stuff in the in the alts in the docs that you said in the meeting. And so I'm like, well, shit, that's I'm the only one saying right. shit in the meeting. So really, I'm I'm the only one that's really applies to right, dude, just burning my shit, right? Yeah. So I'm like, fuck. And so I'm thinking about I'm thinking on that, like what I'm gonna do about that next time we have a. Um, next time we have a meeting to see like what's the best way to navigate that because you know I could just kind of sit there and let them cook and then just don't say much and then just add shit later but then I I feel like it it does it does a disservice to the show and his process to not contribute. It almost defeats the purpose of the meeting. Y'all could do that shit on your own not trying to be funny. Right we could just read what he thinks in the document if we really you Mm -hmm. know but anyway it's something to think on and I'll figure that out eventually Um, and then I got a skit a sketch that I wrote that uh, I got to see like the video person work on today and Aww. so he like pulled me to the side to show me like what he had come up with for my this idea that I had. And uh man, it just feels good to to see something like that come along in the process, you know, where cuz it's like I've been part of teams that have had ideas. I've been part of helping other people's ideas and I've watched other people like push something and really get it made. But, you know, for me a lot of times when, when I pitch something, you know, either it doesn't get made or it's like a tweak on it. You know, people have to put their imprint on it. But no one's ever really like come to me to be like, hey, look at this thing. What do you think about it? And that, so I have. I won't tell the idea on here just because I don't want to burn it for the show. I want y'all to see the show. And, and y'all will probably, mm-hmm. if you've listened to our podcast long enough, especially Ballsy Sports, you'll recognize exactly what I'm talking about. But um yeah, is it, it felt great to be able to be like, yes, this is funny. Uh, we can change this. Should we add this? And just to see this process. So I'm really enjoying this stuff. Um, it's going to be a lot of work cause the next couple of weeks because I got my deep dive coming out during the Super Bowl. And so all next week I'm going to be working on that. And then uh, the sketches and stuff I'm working on for that. I'm doing stuff this week. And so that's going to be a lot of work, but, you know, that's what I came here to do, you know. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And, you know, and I was very excited because, like, this morning, uh, Bo read my script for the Super Bowl thing again. And he just, like, texted me out of the blue, like, hey, man, this is great. <laughs> this is how I want to, this is how I want things to sound. Um you know, I can't like, you know, it was just super, I was, you know, it was like first thing I saw when I woke up this morning. I was like, fuck, yeah, like this is what I want. This is the feeling I want. And I want to go kill it. Mm-hmm. And this is why, you know, I was hoping that that would be the vibes. I was hoping, you know, I'm always, you know, uh, I'm always proud of what I work of, of my work. And I'm always I never half asked my work, but that doesn't guarantee you that people are going to like it or see the vision or that it's not going to need work. You know, it's going to need to be even mm-hmm. something like this where he really loves it. It's going to have to change, you know, like, right. But, uh, you know, whenever I do something like that, you know, it just reminds me one, you know, I can do this. Um, yes, and then two that, uh, I mean, not just that I can do this, but that I'm good at it. You know, mm-hmm. and, and and then also it just reminds me of just like why, you know, why I'm up here 
um, you know, trying to make this shit work. So, uh, yeah, that was my that was mostly my day with the work stuff. But I know people like to hear some of the behind the scenes type of shit. Um, so I just wanted to to give them a little bit of that. And yeah, man, it was it was a, a good day. They also said technically the numbers in New York are low enough for us to take off our mask at work, but. I'm not, and also, not, because, but yeah. uh, also because we did have some people out sick, and I don't know that it was they were out sick with what, like I think maybe like different stuff. It wasn't all like COVID. Yeah. It wasn't COVID, mm-hmm. but you know, even if someone has like the flu, you know, why like just a regular common ass cold? <laughs> yeah. So right. um, I'm not saying I would never take off my mask. I, I think that's right. kind of ridiculous, but um, I don't feel like it's like we point he like he told me he said they update every two days so he said shit thursday we could be putting them back on i was like yeah i'm gonna just go ahead keep mine on for the most part and you know i think maybe in smaller enclosed settings with i mean because we're all getting tested and stuff so Mm -hmm. if it's just like a few of us in a room or something that's different but you know we go to like the all hands meeting it's 30 people in there i'm gonna keep it on you know right i don't blame you yeah um all right well that's that's it for that kind of stuff. Um, did you want to get into some segments? We can if you want to. All right. Uh, let me pull up the segments. I guess we should do some uh, coronavirus news, speaking of which, you know. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Coronavirus. Again? Look, here we go again. Away, we got variants. Really need to keep a mask on hand and follow the plan. Get the vaccine and second shots. Whether woman or man, black out who tips is doing they part, but the dummies expand. Niggas would rather believe a bunch of misinformation. Fuck y'all idiots not getting shots. Now we gotta regress. If we keep going in this direction, we never can rest. Never can get back to the lives we be living the best. Damn fool, stop the lying. Stop the intubation crying. Cause it's your fault that motherfuckers dying. <laughs> Damn fool, stop the lying. Stop Stop the ventilator crying, cause it's your fault that motherfuckers dying. I do not understand this shit, I'm not a fan of this. We were like one win from the pandemic championship, but fuckers wanna leave it to game seven with Giannis Delta Kumpo blocking forward progression and Chris Middle fingers to your plans, man damn. Looks like it's no Drew Holiday for you and your mans. I'm sick of black people dying for real, so I'm just writing this new piece to let you know how I feel. Coronavirus. Fuck that COVID-19 is unseen, it's creeping in the air for you to breathe, yeah, huh, so fuck that COVID-19 is unseen, it's creeping in the air for you to breathe, yeah. Oh shit, I forgot to mention one more thing. <laughs> one of my coworkers, she uh, heard that I like Velma and that I don't really mm-hmm. give a fuck about hating, hating on Mindy Kalen. And uh, even though I'm not really like a fan of hers, I just I just don't want to engage in that hate hive or whatever. And uh, she's also like Indian or Southeast Asian. And so she was like, I want to tell you all about Mindy Kaling when we get to work or whatever. And I was like, all right, you know, if you want to. And so we were sitting at (laughs) sitting next to each other at the meeting. And she was like telling me how. Like she's like, let me tell you about Mindy Kaling. She's self-hating, da 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 da. I was like, let me stop you right there. I already know. I don't care. 
<laughs> and, mm-hmm. and then then the meeting I took some paper and I started doodling on the paper like Mrs. Mindy Morrow, Rod, <laughs> Mr. Rod, Caitlin, <laughs> Rod and Mindy. Rod loves Mindy. What's wrong with you? I heart Velma. Like I was just writing over and over. I was like, I don't be caring. I was like, I like a TV show. I have nothing to do with that woman. She ain't even really doing nothing with it. It's just, I don't know. I feel like ever since I decided to just disengage from like the let me tell you how terrible this person is shit my life has just been better and uncomplicated it's not that it's not that nobody needs to know when somebody's terrible it's just the vast one i was like mindy kaylin's not even in the top 10 people of problematic people i would like if i liked her like i like way worse people than that i just who cares like i'm not doing nothing for them yeah and we all are hypocrites to some point in some extent when it comes to who we like and who we choose to like and what they did in the past and what we excuse and what we don't excuse. You know, yeah, I just, we all have our phase when if anybody combed their history, they'd be like, the fuck? I, so, just, you know. I just don't understand the whole, like, we're all problematic. Everything is flawed. And then whenever you be like, yes, it's flawed, but I still like it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like, well, yeah, if every... Nothing wrong with you. Yeah, it's like, Beyonce went to Dubai, man. I don't care. It's just, it is oh, what it is, yeah. dog. Like, it's not like she was waiting on me to confirm or deny whether she was cool. Like, anyway, I just thought that was funny today. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go through some of these. Uh, Biden administration extends COVID public health emergency. This was, um, I want to say a couple, maybe like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, um, it- uh, before you go on, they actually made it where you can still get your free COVID test. So uh, I think you get four more. So I sure enough registered to get mine. I was to be here tomorrow, the day after tomorrow. I ordered them. And if they be like, you can get them again, every time they get all the free tests, every time yeah. it's like you get free tests, I sign up for them bitches and they are free. You just go to the site, put in your information. They mail them shit to you. You track it through the regular uh, post office and everything. Yeah, now the House Republicans are definitely going to pressure them to uh, lift the emergency um, because they don't believe in COVID and all that stuff. And they've been trying to cut funding for COVID the whole time. And now they have the majority in the House. Um, But, um, yeah, so they extended it and it's probably for the last time. Uh, A record record number of people died from drug and alcohol use during the pandemic. I can see that people being sad, people being depressed, people using these things as a way of escaping reality. People may have already had these issues and being stuck in the house and do nothing but make these issues get worse. Yeah, especially for people that were doing stuff with other folks and doing stuff like exercise, gym, all this stuff, you know, things you you use to replace these habits. And then you're stuck in the house and being around other people can mean death. And so now where do you go with that? Um, Yeah, the federal agencies, uh, this is from this is in Canada, by the way. The federal agency's preliminary data shows that in 2019, before the pandemic, 3,200 deaths related to alcohol were recorded. A year later, the deaths increased to 3,790 and increased again to 3,875 a year later of alcohol induced deaths so that's just the alcohol and that's a canada i can't imagine what what it's like in america these mistakes 
Like you know, everything them, is a reason to party. Yeah, well, it's not partying though. Like this kind of stuff is addiction. You see what I'm saying? So we're yeah, not talking about I mean like. Party, oh, go ahead. When I mean party, I, I, and, and let's let's party. It's like a lot of people drink for social settings, social pressure. A lot of times, what gets a lot of not a lot, but a high percentage of people into drinking, particularly being younger, particularly going to college and things like that. And then you have some people who, uh, whenever they uh, get all these feelings trying to escape reality, they drink too. Yeah, I think this is less of the partying, social pressure type of situation and probably more of the like addiction situation. That, okay, which is completely so different. Yes. I think the isolation and being in the home alone and less outlets mm-hmm. is where that probably is taking people. I, I doubt it's like, oh, I went to a party and died of alcohol poisoning as much as it's like people drinking themselves to death. Yeah, I, yeah, I could I could see people drinking because they missed the social setting of being around other people. Uh, Banshee Stark, Brent, Colin Farrell, and Brendan, Brendan Gleeson bow out of awards show after contracting COVID nineteen. Uh, yeah, they basically had um like was it the Oscars or M? No, not Oscars. They had some award show like Golden Globes, Emmy something. Uh, Critics' Choice Awards, uh, and but a lot of people was just there with no mask, you know, whatever. And then it started turning out that a lot of people was testing positive for, positive for COVID uh, after yeah, that. Everybody just stopped testing it. Everybody was like, come on in here, fuck it. Yeah, it was the Golden Globes. Yeah, several celebrities test positive after Golden Globes. So, um, and yeah, the, the, you know, I think people was just kind of treating it like, um almost normal back outside and yeah we back to normal and people started letting them letting the guards down and well, not testing for the record you had to submit a negative COVID 19 test before entering the venue okay but um even with all that people said you know it's still uh people that got sick um yeah yeah so yeah no, yeah it depends on how uh, when the test was taken and all that stuff would depend on if people would have showed up positive. Mm, like yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what the restrictions, you know, were how many days ahead, you know, and all that type of stuff. Well, also, like, what kind of test were they taking? Was it PCR? Was That's it just, true, what kind of test? you know, were they self-testing at home? You know. That's uh, true, too. That kind of stuff. Um, let's see what else go is happening. Um, oh, the FDA has proposed annual coronavirus vaccines, kind of like the flu shots. Yeah, yeah, I, I figured out they do. They did. They that was going to happen. Um, that's the only direction it was going to go. I couldn't mm-hmm. see it going anywhere else, you know. And that's why uh, whenever I get my flu shot, I get my next COVID shot. Like I'm, I'm like I don't want to go for two separate appointments. I'm here, bitch. Shoot me up with both, and let's go. Yeah, I think we said that a while ago. That it sounded like that's what they were gonna do, and that. This thing is probably here forever, and you just going to have to stay updated. And I think what skews the numbers is that people think being vaccinated, like if if I got the if I didn't take a flu shot for two years and then I got the flu, I would not say I was vaccinated. No, but with COVID right now, if someone took got vaccinated from COVID two years ago and then they caught COVID, they'd be like, "But I'm vaccinated," and I think that's I the big it. difference. And it doesn't make sense because anybody would tell you 
a uh the updated version of the flu shot will probably fight the most current version of this yeah just like the most dated version of the COVID-19 shot will update to the most current version of this so you got the you got the old version mm -hmm. talking about you protecting and that doesn't make sense right um let's see uh the DOJ Salt Lake City plastic surgeon among four charged in alleged COVID vaccine scheme People still what? doing this shit. Uh, the defendants allegedly sold ninety-seven thousand dollars worth of fake vaccination records. Goddamn! They still doing this? Yeah, they still but doing why? this shit. I don't. I don't know. Like, yeah. Apparently, they said. Um, it's doctor dumb because you're spending this money. You can get the shot for free. I don't understand. Oh, stupidity had well they don't right. want the shot so they're paying to not have it so they That's maybe stupid. can keep their jobs maybe they can they'd rather lie but i just think it was stupid because you know the vax the covid don't care you know it's just seemed like it's just not discriminating it don't care right dr michael kirk J moore jr 58 of midvale practice plastic surgery institute in utah plastic surgery giving fake covid vaccine cards is the wildest to me because like that ain't even your lane Right. Like, y'all just taking shit from anybody, a dentist, you know? Mm -hmm. um, his neighbor, Kristen Jackson, Kristen Jackson Anderson, 59, surgical coordinator, Carrie D. Bergioni, oh, yes, 52, and receptionist, Sandra Flores, 31, Salt Lake County, Utah resident Moore, and his co-defendants allegedly ran the scheme to defraud the centers of the CDC. Um, uh, Moore and Anderson were members of a group trying to liberate the medical profession profession from government and industry conflicts of interest. Nigga, your whole job is a government professional. What the fuck? That don't make no goddamn sense. What? You got to follow all types of rules and regulations just to get the goddamn DR in front of your name. I, this right. is dumb. The group allegedly destroyed about $28,000 or more in government provided COVID-19 doses. Holy shit. Uh, usually by squirting syringes containing doses down sink drains. <gasps> they exchanged at least 1,900 doses worth of falsified records for either $50 cash payments or donation to a specified charitable organization. The recipient organization was linked to the group Moore and Anderson were involved with. So they even set up a fake charity or whatever, or set up a charity to take the money from that. Car recipients did not get COVID-19 vaccines, though some parents requested that their children receive saline shots instead so they would believe that they did. That's a special type of evil. That is a special type of evil because your child is out here thinking they vaccinated and you just sending them out here to the wolves. To, to possibly die. And you know you, and I, and I guarantee you when them kids got sick, the parents were like, see, I told y'all vaccine don't work. <laughs> right. Knowing, knowing that your child was not vaccinated. It's like the it's like how Republicans are cheating uh, voter fraud and they'd be like, you can't trust these elections. <laughs> and I know because I voted tweet three times. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, by allegedly falsifying vaccine records and administering saline shots to children instead of COVID-19 vaccines, not only did this provide endanger the health and well-being of a vulnerable population, but also undermine public trust and the integrity of federal health care programs. Go to the goddamn jail. This doesn't make any sense. You should be stripped of your license. You should never be able to go into the professional again. Just because, like, this right here is, like, everything that goes against your fucking job. I don't get it. And why is there always a grift? 
like for this to be a philosophical like you know what i'm saying for this to be like we are trying to stop the medical tyranny that is da 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 how come there's always a paycheck at the end you know like but we also gonna defraud the, the government of a hundred thousand dollars you know just for you know because of medical freedom <laughs> um medical freedom yeah uh let's see um uh COVID 19 deaths in the u.s continue to be undercounted research shows despite claims of overcounts uh i believe that i think also no a lot shit. of these i think a lot of it's like cardiovascular disease like people dying of like heart conditions and shit after they've had covid you know a couple months later or something people suffering through long covid and dealing with medical complications from that we'll never know the complete toll because you just don't know what this thing is doing to people's bodies and it seems like if you don't die of like in the hospital from i can't breathe intubated COVID, then people are like it's not COVID. but um we already know how much it ravages the body so we really will never know correct and correct and things could be COVID related and like they know that much and people go nope ain't got nothing to do with it right and the last thing is this uh we started this with an article from just a couple weeks ago that said emergency uh the emergency designation for covid was going to be extended and it is but biden will finally lift the covid emergencies may 11th after more than three years the white house urges a 14-week drawdown to deal with title 42 at the border student loans and hospitals yeah we i, I we knew this wasn't going to be forever and mostly to me it seemed obvious that they were telling you the whole time get vaccinated because we're never we're not going to do this forever where um the republicans haven't funded it for over like a year and a half now if not longer um so we don't have the money to do it states are holding the money and not like republican states aren't even participating in this shit mm-hmm. we've been on our own for a minute other than i mean i say on our own other than you can get vaccinated you can choose to wear a mask but you know a lot of people are choosing not to do that and so there's not going to ever be a solution for living in a world where so many people have just decided to opt out and that's not just a conservative republican thing that's that's not about that because when you look at the booster updates so many people have not gotten them that you can't even say like oh it's about democrats versus liberals conservatives and all. no it's just about people don't want to do it whether you call it fatigue stupidity whatever you call it the end result is they ain't doing it correct and also i think just the way we talk about it it makes people think it's a one and done like so many people go well i got my first shot and i got my second shot and i'm boosted people go no you actually need to get updated booster you know, and that's and th- like they need to phrase it as an updated booster, not just get your booster. Because when people go booster, people go, yeah, I got my booster two years ago. No, nigga, your updated booster. Mm-hmm. You do know that this is an ongoing thing. And I think because of the way they phrasing it and people's misunderstanding of it, people just assume that I got my my first two shots and that's it. Or I got my third shot and that's it. You know, and like you said, this is an ongoing thing. And I think, uh, like you say, people. Uh, have these different versions of different words and truthfully because of just the american population this isn't out of the front of the news everybody they're not talking about it every day it's like the back of everything and 
just the American people in at, in masses are like, well, they forced me to go back to fucking work. They forced mm-hmm. me to go back to everything. Everybody's acting like everything, like just normal again. So I think a lot of people, they just stop following it. I, because yeah. of what we do, we actually follow it. It's amazing how many people do not follow it. Like I see people online telling people, hey, uh, you know, they have a new version of this shot. Y'all know right now, you know, most people are supposed to have, you know, like one, two, three, like four shots by now. And people go, I only had two or I only had one. It was like, I need to get an update. And I'll be like, yeah, you actually do. Uh, but I think a lot of people just tapped out, be it boredom, be it uh, it's not sexy, be it they just fatigue, whatever it, it is. Um, but I am so thankful that we do what we do that because we actually keep on top of this shit. Where we like, nah, dog, like the booster, like people, it's gonna be amazing how people are not even gonna realize this shit is annual, you know, and shit like that. So it's gonna be um, interesting to see what happened. And, you know, the numbers are low for various different types of reasons, but I think uh, people are going to, a lot of people are gonna regret, I think, not getting the shots when they were free because eventually it's either you're gonna have to rent your insurance or you're gonna have to pay full price. That's what it's eventually gonna be. Yeah, I actually think um, it's not even about people not knowing as much as people don't care. I, truly I think we all if have they cared. They would. We all have access to the same information. I'm not a fucking genius. I'm not like deciphering this. Just people stop caring, and they. So when they say I'm confused, I think it's also like an out for them, you know, right. to say, you know, it's like it's like, you know, it's it's like. Uh, how they put the calorie count on fast food now. Mm-hmm. But before that, you know, they didn't. And you could be like, oh, I just didn't know a Big Mac had this many calories. But now you do know. And guess what? You still get a Big Mac because you want a Big Mac. Well, it's kind of like that. I feel like people don't want to get vaccinated. So then they go, man, I just can't keep up. There's so much change. And it's like, it's really not. You just don't want to keep up. And Agreed. the and and they keep blaming like the government and and shit like oh you, how can I I mean they not promoting it right taking your personal every, responsibility every time I hear somebody say that it's from a person that knows I've never it, heard yeah. a person that don't know really say that they just did like the government is always somebody going the government isn't doing a good job telling people and then they can tell you exactly what the government did so anyway um let's move into some other news uh regular ass news. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay. Smokey Robinson announces the his his new album called Gasms. When the last time this nigga had an album? It's no, it's been decades. 
you know, I don't know when the last time he had an album. Um, but I mean, if he's naming, I mean, he's a goat, but it's been a long time. If he's naming the album Gasms, I feel like you know it's a lot going on with Smokey right now. I mean, okay, uh, it sounds like it need to be called uh, Viagra's. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess it's never too old to be having them gasms, though. Never too old. I mean, I assume it's short for orgasms. That's what my that's my assumption too. Yeah. So, um, he got a new single out called "If We Don't Have Each Other." Um, so he said, you know, four twenty eight. Look out for the new album, Gasms. Uh, so I, yeah. Um, good luck, you know. Um, I'll be on the lookout to see what it sounds like, right? Uh, <laughs> right, and y'all, y'all, y'all know y'all great grandmas and great aunties gonna be hitting y'all up asking y'all how to get a hold of it because you know they don't know how to download nothing. That's what the game they're gonna ask you to burn that shit on the CD form, yeah. Uh, OG in the game, he said, I'm bringing yeah, back yeah. them gasms. And you know what? I don't blame him. We yeah. need that back in the game because too much of the stuff shit that's in the R&B now is just that you know, kind of the 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 rap singing people, the people that like they R&B people, but not really. They really don't care about women. They really don't care about wooing nobody. They really don't care about love or any of that shit it's all just like a nigga that can't really sing but also isn't good at rap who just says well fuck it i'll just sing my raps and then every song just sounds like that <laughs> they're singing they raps and they socks yeah it all sounds like a parody of r kelly to me at this point you know mm-hmm. uh so i'll you know I, I, maybe he gonna bring something back bring singing back and bring these orgasms back maybe he can change the game get some of these young niggas to start singing again you know uh they they found classified by uh documents at joe biden house and mike pence house now of course they turned their shit over and didn't do like a big old ordeal like trump which is the whole fucking reason we're into this um but i thought (laughs) i think the funniest thing about that is you know where they're not gonna find no classified documents the obama's house don't know they turned them shits in immediately they was like okay i'm done with it take it away because if they, they had that shit probably never left the white house they probably looked at that shit and was like it's not even leaving the property i'm going whatever what's this room well it ain't leaving this room because if they had them they'd be the only ones going to jail of course you know how it is you know how they do uh japan prime minister says the country is on the brink of falling birth rate over, on the brink over falling birth rate see this didn't japan i think it's japan didn't they have a cap on how many keys you could have they did for a long time i don't know if they rescinded that there's also cultural issues with the devaluation of women and girl children and overvaluation of men and male children i know they've been talking for about at least a decade or two about the idea of the sexless chill child like sexless offspring meaning that there's a generation of people that just aren't having sex and um for whatever reasons uh i don't know the exact reasons i didn't want to like speculate to because i don't live Mm -hmm. there but right um you know there's been a lot of like discussion about it for years and i've and i've read about it but just never understood what it was 
they were trying to say about why people just weren't having sex um but yeah at this point they're saying that they have the second highest proportion of people age 65 and older which is about 28 percent um and it's standing on the verge of whether we can continue to function as a society said their prime minister Woo. yeah like i said cultural reasons might be people realizing it's expensive to have kids like you just don't know why people and it don't mean they not have a sex they just don't have kids well, that's maybe, but the thing, I, all the stuff I read was they were not even having sex. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, they said um, the fallen birth rates are driven by a range of factors, including rising living costs, more women in education and work, because this is, this is the thing. We don't treat women well in, in the world, and mm-hmm. when women get some level, not even equality, just autonomy okay so we're not talking about a man makes a dollar a woman makes a dollar we're saying a man can make a dollar and a woman can make 65 cents but 65 cents is better than being attached to a man in some cases yes yes it is at least a (laughs) at least a not good man right Uh, come on these ain't shit man yes (laughs) and so since society kind of raises men to think that they ain't gotta be shit it's a lot of times where, and this happens in America and a lot of places where women are like, yeah, I'll just go without. I'd rather have a little bit of money in my freedom than even the potential to get more money or start a family if it's going to have to mean compromising with a man that I find less appealing than my freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, a, a lot of this shit and relationships and shit ain't cut and dry and a lot of women have been through a lot of, and particularly straight relationships have been through a lot of shit. They don't send their mamas and uncles. I mean, their mamas. Yeah, their mamas and uncles fighting fuss. They mamas and daddies fighting fuss and, and relatives older than them. And a lot of people like, oh, I'm not putting up with that bullshit. Like, I have a choice. I don't have to deal with you if I don't want to. And you have access to contraception, contraception that you didn't before, birth control. Um, you know, in addition to, you know, the whole, like, pixelated, genitals thing you know like how are you yes. supposed to have sex if your genitals is pixelated you got to unpixelate them first they look like do you you know so like they need to to take all that bullshit off the porn you know and then that that again that'll fix it um that used to confuse me at first i'm like what is this and then also uh the, i know they also have stigmas and uh, about having families and and stuff with people that are outside of the race of Japanese sometimes. Although I hear that's overstated with how much that exists, but, um, you know, who knows for sure, I guess only people that live there would really know how bad it is for kids and families that are, you know, uh, one part, like half Japanese and half something else. But, you know, I know there's a lot of uh, a lot of perception of Japan as like pure, even like white people that are like racist admire Japan for their so-called purity. Now, like I said, could all be bullshit because it's not like those people are known for the most factual analysis of anything. But, yeah, it was Agreed. interesting. Um. All right. So, yeah. And. They also said, you know, they reject immigration as well. So, it's, you know, they can't even really pull in an influx of people to truly, like, help popu- 
um, yeah repopulate or whatever uh let's see um the doomsday clock moves 90 seconds to midnight signaling more peril than ever what's the doomsday clock right um it's okay 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 i'm like the hell we talking about here well i've heard of it um it's a symbolic thing that supposed to like i think at first it was supposed to talk about being on the bullet the uh on the brink of uh, a nuclear war and the closer it moves to midnight the closer we are to nuclear war so now it's moved to uh 100 seconds to midnight in 2020 um which is the first time it had gone down to seconds rather than minutes but since the um since the ukraine conflict a war attack whatever it's now 90 seconds to midnight um, it can't be in real time like what the time, no, is the time? I, it's, it's symbolic I, i've never understood. okay that's what I said. that don't make sense yeah i've never really truly understood what the significance is and also like do they ever move it back the other way right when good things happen like do it only get closer like okay Ukraine conflict starts 90 seconds. I get it. Closest to a nuclear war that we've ever had. But Beyonce performs in Dubai. We can't get five seconds back because everybody loved that. That made me feel like it was less of a chance of a nuclear war. So, I mean, we got two black quarterbacks going to the Super Bowl. Okay, so two black... another reason to to, to push it back another three seconds. I can't get three seconds? I can't get three seconds. Come on now. I feel like this is a very lopsided, one-sided thing. I've only heard about it getting closer to midnight, and I feel like that's some bullshit. How it's always closer to midnight, but we still ain't had no nuclear war, and the whole time it's been out. So when we do have a nuclear war, is is it gonna reset the back to zero? I, I don't understand. Right, that's what I'm saying. I don't get it. Uh, quick update on the um, Tyree Nichols uh, um, murder. Uh, sixth Memphis police officer has been relieved of duty. So and it's an additional one. Yeah, he's white. So people are like, why did it take a week for his name to come out? I don't know. Maybe because he's white. I don't know. Uh, although in the video I never I didn't see him so who you know yeah, uh, some of these people because I, mm. I was listening to the daily today and they was actually uh, that show was about this they was giving an update and they was saying like other uh, people that were around after the fact like they was at some a lot of their departments are starting to investigate them and research them and you know try to figure out why they were there and what mm-hmm. they were doing and things like that so you may hear about other people possibly getting relieved, uh, suspended for from their duties and things like that. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, some of these people are people that didn't help when they saw this person in distress. Uh, as Also, three Memphis Fire Department employees got fired because they pulled up to the scene. They saw EMTs or whatever. They didn't even get out of their car to help the, the dude as he was leaned up against the, um, leaned up against the car dying. So... You know, and and as 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 it should be, you're not even doing your job. Like, what what would be the fucking point? Why did you come then, if y'all were gonna sit around and stand and stare? Right. So yeah, I I would I I I agree with those, and I'm glad that they getting their ass up out of there. Um, 
let's see we also have uh um some fucking with black people news um okay let's get into that although that kind of counted <laughs> didn't it though a hundred <laughs> talk about it fuck with black people go around the globe find different articles and make us feel fucked with and we'll assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 uh hbcu apologizes for recruiting a white football player who used the n-word marcus stokes was originally dropped from the university of florida and received an offer from albany state university um now i saw the video i think i played it on balls d sports mm-hmm. uh he was rapping along to a song and the song had the n-word in it um but they uh they took his that scholarship from florida he was a four-star quarterback recruit and he applied instead later i guess to albany state and they let him in but then people found out who it was and it was like no he can't come there's backlash so they they uh uh, the coach submitted a humble apology, an apology for not honoring the tradition and history of ASU and for letting many of you down. Please know that my decision to speak with a student that did not meet your expectations was unacceptable. I only wanted the best for our team, athletes, institution. I invited the student to visit ASU. I was trying to help a student get back in competition. In my haste, I did not consider the impact the decision will have on all of you. My actions caused you to question my commitment to our institution and our ancestors. As the consequences go, I hope to find a way back into the Ramily. I guess they're the Rams. Um, I didn't have a problem with them signing him, but I I did mm-hmm. speculate and joke, and now uh I guess now we know that he's he's saying he actually met the kid, but I thought they just saw his name was Marcus Stokes, and was like, <laughs> and yeah, hell yeah, yeah, it was like four four star quarterback Marcus Stokes applied, hell yeah, he could come, and then when he got there, that's when they realized, uh oh. Uh, this is not a brother. And uh, now that N-word controversy, I see what the problem was. <laughs> uh, but yeah, zero to a hundred. Mm, I give it a twenty-five. I hate to be like this, but mm-hmm. mm. yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not mad, really. Mm-hmm. I, 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 like, I guess the, I got more of a twenty-five of like them having to take the scholarship back and the coach having right. to go through all this because it just don't seem worth it. Um, but to me, it's, I don't know, like, in my mind, I think it's a social media thing because in my mind, if he was rapping along to a song and he was literally in the locker room of the team at this HBCU, they would all be rapping along and they probably wouldn't give a fuck. Now, maybe kids have changed that much since I was growing up, and maybe they would, but it it wasn't like they caught him calling somebody the N-word. Like, it's just, it's a, to me, it does matter, and it is a big-ass difference to most people mm-hmm. when right. it comes to this shit, but I just think with social media taking on a lot mind of its own, people get outraged, and then it really doesn't matter what the context is at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, they're not going to get their four-star football recruit. And once again, just another reason why 
HBCUs can't be football factories because these are the compromises you will have to make. This is a blemish, a blip on the radar. He'll end up being at some community college and then transferring to a D1 probably at some point and be just fucking fine. Yeah, because it also happened when he was in high school or something. So it ain't he's a white kid. It won't stick with him for the rest of his life, you know. Mm Mm-mm. Uh, but yeah, uh, you got to do your research, man. And you know, got to know a white tech CEO who earns $13 million a year is forced to apologize over pompous letter, likening the board to MLK jr. While announcing layoffs. Pager duty CEO, Jennifer Tejada, whose compensation for last year totaled more than 13 million sent the letter to employees announcing layoffs last Thursday. The note was later posted to the company's website in addition to being winding and long, the letter failed to lead with the news of the layoffs. And after announcing them several paragraphs in, continue with many more paragraphs detailing the company's successes and comparing the actions of its board to Martin Luther King Jr. The word layoff was also never used in the email. Rather, the roughly 66 job cuts were referred to as refinements being implemented to strengthen the company in the near future refinements nigga this ain't no furnace the fuck is this what is we refining after touting the uh strength of the company's business model despite the layoffs tahada wrote a section comparing the company's board of directors to the famed civil rights leader none of this will be possible without you having dreams i don't understand None of this will be possible without you, our leadership and our board. Thank you for your grit and resilience, your commitment to our customers and your support of our values and people, she wrote. I am reminded in moments like this of something Martin Luther King Jr. said, that the ultimate measure of a leader is not whether they stand where they stand in moments of comfort and convenience, but where they stand in times of challenge and controversy. They, uh, I mean, they're not standing in the unemployment line <laughs> with the rest of you broke is. <laughs> Pager duty is a leader that stands behind his customers his values and our vision from an equitable world where we transform critical transform critical work so all teams can delight their their customers and build trust she concluded holy shit why now, mlk why 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 y'all gotta bring why you gotta bring mlk into it why who? what did he do what <laughs> right uh, <laughs> Like he just he just somewhere chilling and 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 next day you know some CEO got him in the middle of some bullshit. <laughs> the man who stood with unions. <laughs> now what am I in? <laughs> oh right. my god! Oh my god! But you know I'm not mad at her. You know she 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 probably. I'm so I'm sorry I'm sorry if people think that a white man can't enjoy black history. Right. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I, I really am. It, I'm sorry if people think that a white man uh, can't uh, uh, love Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. So Karen, zero to a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> Uh, she still gets a 100 because mm. I'm tired of y'all picking these pre-approved Negroes and putting words in their mouth about shit that ain't got nothing to fucking do with them. What the fuck does Martin Luther King Jr. got to do with you fucking laying people off, bitch? Nothing. Right. That's so crazy. As Gandhi once said, like, get out of here. Representative Byron Donalds claims a copy of Uncle Tom's Cabin was sent to his office at, to depict me as a sellout. 
Um, <sighs> Florida Republican Representative Byron Donalds took to Twitter Thursday to complain that his office was sending a copy of Harriet, Harriet Beecher Stowe's Uncle Tom's Cabin. Donald claims whoever sent this book did so with hate in their hearts and the desire to depict me as a sellout. Um, which is, yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. Ain't, the, ain't ain't this the Negro that they uh, put up there when they was doing all the, the 4,500 votes to vote yeah. that man in the, in the office? Yeah, yeah. He was one of their, mm-hmm. like, token, we're not voting for McCarthy. And so they voted, a few of them voted for him to be like, I'm not racist. I voted for a black person. Um, mm-hmm. The thing for me is this. Do they need to call you a sellout? You know what I'm saying? Like, do do they need a book to do it? I don't think so. I appreciate the, I appreciate the petty, but I also don't know if he's telling the truth. I would not put it past somebody like this to have done this themselves and then to claim victim. Mm-hmm. Nailed it to themselves and everything. Yeah, I would not. He also capped off his tweet with a well-known quote by NBA legend Bill Russell, who was not a con. Concentration and mental right. toughness are the margins of victory. Uh, apparently, he believes that uh, he's got victory because he's a you know he's uh not a sheep he's a black republican that's standing up strong against us so uh i have no idea if he's even telling the truth uh candace owens of course uh um uh oh, oh she i guess she has a book out and she was retweeting it talking about how many books she sold and shit so who knows man i i, I, I zero to 100 karen zero i don't care i don't care okay okay i, I, I don't care yeah me neither i don't care i hate to be like this like, yeah and if anything it, i i hope it's true because i respect the petty of who would do someone who would do something like that that's some shit that's the kind of petty that i would do if i wanted to bother somebody like this but I just have a hard time believing these people had the integrity that this actually happened and that it just wasn't some shit that he did and was like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to kill him with this. Mm-hmm. I already had a copy at the house. <laughs> Meanwhile, another conservative faces public shunning. Liberals grow bolder with their intolerance, according to Enrid Jocks of USA Today. I know what side she's on. Um so the Fox News analyst Gianno Caldwell was trying to enjoy his breakfast with friends in Miami when he made the unforgivable error of discussing his political beliefs. That caught the attention of one of the cafe's owners who informed a conservative commentator that his politics weren't palatable in the restaurant and told the group that the language they were using was unwelcome in our space. Caldwell, who is black, took the social media to vent about the incident and he talked about it on Fox and Friends weekend the next day. No matter your politics, you should not be discriminated against, he said. Sorry, it's always funny because it's always them complaining to the people who literally as policy discriminate. It's It's the party of don't talk about sex, gender, anything like that. It's the party of women can't control their own bodies it's the party of sending black people to prison it's the party of pro-police it's the party of um you know redlining it's the party against affirmative action it's the party against voting rights act you see what i'm saying and then they'll be Mm -hmm. like 
no one should be discriminated against. So I was talking out loud at a restaurant about how we should be able to discriminate against people. And did you did would you happen to know they discriminated against me by saying you need to leave? Right. <laughs> Uh, he said, I was discriminated against for being a conservative and told to leave a restaurant in North Miami because my politics didn't align with the owner. This is not OK. Keep in mind, if he would have been discriminated and kicked out just because he was black, he would have been OK with that because that he, he's up. He's, he believes in that level of freedom of speech. Hmm. Yeah, the same party where if I was gay and asked him to do me a wedding cake. You could tell me no, though, right? right? You could tell me. You could tell me no. No one should be discriminated against, except the people we say should be discriminated against. Correct. This is insane. This is insane. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, he said Only the incident. We're allowed to do it. It's not to be. It's not allowed to be done to us. He said the incident. Like people just supposed to sit around, and just let us do shit. He said the incident was a grave injustice and reminiscent of the Jim Crow South, which I guarantee you are too. Uh, two things that he would say weren't that bad you know what i mean like all those all those conservatives have to be like he was we were better under slavery (laughs) and then they'd be like better when when they were not free and then he got kicked out the restaurant and he was like is this slavery There's, what is this I'm feeling? There's a back there's a target on the backs of people who happen to be black who happen to be conservative. Notice that extra comma in there who happen to be conservative because he don't believe there's a target on black people in, in mass only if they're conservative. Are they discriminated against? Oh my god. All right. Zero. Uh, also, shame on USA today for even printing this bullshit. Uh, it's obviously an opinion column because it's not factual, but it's definitely uh-huh. a conservative woman, white woman who's pretending to be offended on this nigga's behalf. But yeah, zero to a hundred. Mm. Uh, it gets two scores. It gets mm-hmm. a zero because I don't care if I didn't get kicked out. Right. And it gets a hundred because it's like, nigga, you complained about all this shit that would be okay if the shit was reversed. So get out of here. Yeah. Also, I find it funny that he ran to Twitter. Like, they be talking right. all that yin-yang, and then the first thing they do is hop on Twitter. Who are you finna try? I bet it ain't me. Ooh, bitch, it ain't me. Caps, caps, caps. Who are you finna- And also, the fact that he threw race in it. Like, this the one time it's okay for black people to be mad about something. So it's a and zero. Like, Y'all ain't gonna support me? No. No, it's a zero. You can't come back to the party. Get out of here. Like, can't come to the cookout. Right. Put that fuck. to go plate down. Get the fuck from around here. Right. I'll smack that shit out your hands. The only time you believe in being black is to get some type of right. grievance off your chest. And then any other time you go right over there to them white folks and tell them that black people be making shit up. Suck my dick, bro. Right. No, you get unsweet tea. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to guess the race. It's time to catch the race. It's time to catch the race. It's time to catch the race. Also, you also notice how he didn't say what he was saying? Because that shit matters too. What were you saying and how loud were you talking 
for somebody to actually walk over there because they bet you they got complaints. But if well, people was like, hey, dog, they pretty loud over here. And he was like, hey, y'all got to go. Y'all making the customers. Not just being loud, but what did you say? I don't know how loud he was, but he was saying something to make them people be like, he got to go. Like, it wasn't just he walked in and was like, you know what? Uh, I actually kind of think that uh, we should... (laughs) I think we should, uh, I don't know, some conservative policy. Like, he, he wasn't like, you know what? I think we need to um, raise the tax rates on the foreign imports. So, like, that wasn't why he got kicked out. No, you All said right. something to draw attention. Yeah, you said something super wildly offensive and then was like, what? I can't say. I'm a, I'm a conservative. All right. Guess the race. Right, y'all know how to play the game. Uh, Karen plays, Chatroom plays, everybody's racist. A school cafeteria worker in Louisiana, fast is accused of selling food containing marijuana. What? Uh, 45-year-old Tometrica Coons, a temporary cafeteria worker at Joel M. Sumner High School, was arrested on Friday for reportedly selling homemade baked goods laced with marijuana. Uh, Authorities said they were notified through a Crime Stoppers app that a cafeteria worker was allegedly selling homemade edibles. Not the crime stoppers to the kids or to the other to the teachers like who are you sell? i can see the teachers needing it because like if i gotta deal with y'all motherfucking kids i'm gonna need like a lisa half a brownie to make it to 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 recess mm, and i'm calling the crime stoppers too and collecting my money i want to <laughs> okay i want to commend this student who saw something <laughs> oh know me it was, a, know who I am. it was a student Anonymous. it was a student who snitched I want to commend. I want to commend this student who saw something and used the app to bring this threat to the attention of our school officials and law enforcement. Well, I know that kid's a fucking nerd. According to Stilly, Coons was a substitute worker hired by a staffing service that places fl- fill in employees within schools. The safety of our students is the utmost important. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the rest of the kids. Now they can't even get high at school no more. Nope. All right, Karen. Guess the race. Black. All right, let's check the chat room and see what they believe her race is for this cafeteria lady. I know her line was long. I know her line was. I take the dare program seriously. Nobody gets no drugs. I know her line was long as hell. There's like everybody wants sloppy joes. Yep. Everybody want it was like it's a whole nother ass line. We don't don't want none of that. Why the brownies twelve dollars? Don't worry about that. (laughs) Right, why the brownies twelve dollars? The, the, like the brownie mix was only 50 cent a, a box by the time we got our discount. Uh, Black, non-white black, the plug black, wake and bake black, white? No idea, says Mimi. Uh, Cooks greens, the get you high kind black. How you spell Tometrica? This is nigga. A modern Madam C.J. Walker black pride. Oh, no. She hooked you up with an eight and a square pizza. <laughs> an eighth and a square pizza. The correct answer is... She was, she was, she was black. Y'all, y'all, y'all all, uh, everybody except one person somehow got this right. Mimi got it wrong. Hold on, Karen. Be a professional. Come on, Karen. Be a professional. We have done this 2,000 times. You can't talk through the claps. Go ahead. (laughs) My problem, I'm about to say, it did have a question mark. It didn't have a question mark? What do you mean? No, it was like, what? Oh, nah, that's wrong. She she lost. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, that's her right there. Baby, what is you got outside your head? What, what's your hairline? I'm confused. She might be hiding some weed under. Might be. You know the cafeteria women got to have a hairnet, Karen. Maybe that's her hairnet. That's, that's a pretty thick hairnet. Yeah. Oh, man. Poor Demetrica uh, Coons. <laughs> the kids can't be trusted these days. Um, all right, let's go to the next one. A, a 13 women file lawsuit against now this is a, a very gross one maybe even possibly triggering to some people so i'm just warning you here 13 women file lawsuit against multiple companies after allegedly contracting incurable std from water bottles infected by a janitor bitch what mm-hmm Houston law firm Abram Watkins, Nichols, Augusto, Aziz, and Stogner hosted a news conference Thursday afternoon to discuss the lawsuit. Uh, the fact that a person took the privilege I had of kissing my baby's goodnight, the fact that I can no longer leave my water bottles anywhere or my cups at a party just like that because I don't want no one catching what I have because a monster decided to do what he did to me, said attorney Kim Spurlock, who read one of the statements. On Thursday, law firm partner Mo Aziz and attorney Morgan Mills, along with Kimberly Spurlock and Samantha Spencer of Spurlock and Associates PC, have filed an amended suit against multiple companies who were alleged to have permitted and disregarded the janitor's disturbing conduct. It's a million-dollar lawsuit, and the suspect, Lucio Catarino Diaz, uh, 50 years old, was a janitor. He's charged with four counts of aggravated assault with a daily weapon, being his bodily fluids containing herpes, um, the women after after allegedly coming in contact with water bottles infected by him tested positive for 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 herpes and hepatitis A. So I guess he was putting doing something to the bottles and leaving them where the women would drink them, and then the women ended up catching this disease. Uh, since the lawsuit was initially filed, nine other women that worked in the building have come forward with the same allegations and the same oh. diagnosis. And I could imagine this tan families apart, people accusing people of cheating on them and shit. I was like, no, I'm not fucking anyone else, particularly when you're trying to figure out how the fuck did you get it. Yeah, uh, they said women were noticed that bottled water in the building was smelling and tasting foul, similar to that of urine. This prompted one of the women to purchase a hidden camera, place it under her desk, since the office reportedly did not have any surveillance cameras. According to investigators, the camera showed Diaz approaching the victim's desk, set his cleaning supplies down, and began to rub his private parts on the water bottle that was on the desk. He then turned the water bottle upside down, put it back on the desk, and continued to clean. Oh, oh so he was coming in like at night after they'd gone. Like they, like, they would leave their bottles and shit on their desk right. and shit. Right. Because you don't think nobody's going to fuck with that. And, key, and if it's only women, it's definitely some weird sexual component to it. Because Yes, it is. Probably walking around looking at name tags and shit up on the thing. Because you come in when people are gone. So how the fuck do you know it's a woman there? Right. Uh, so then she con she immediately contacted the police who went to question Diaz. The firm said the woman sent a copy of the video to the builder's management company the next day and told them that she would be going to the building to notify other tenants. In response, the lawsuit alleges that the management asked her not to do that and assured her that they would handle the situation and notify the other tenants. Later that evening, the woman's hidden camera captured him doing the same thing. It wasn't until October 3rd, 2022, six days after receiving a video that the management company notified the tenants, tenants of the building. So that's six more days people could have or were being infected. Yeah, so that's why y'all in the lawsuit too, right? 
Right. Right. That's why you, if you would have done the right thing immediately, you'd have been fine. But for the fact that y'all, what the fuck were you going to do? Nothing? Fire that person? He admitted that he, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I said, what the fuck were you going to do? Fire the person? And that would have been it. Like, and I thought it probably was, uh, was through like a third party company or some shit. What do you mean fire the person? And that would have been it though. That six days later, they weren't going to, it sounded like they weren't going to do shit. They should, that should have been an immediate, he can't be in here no more. We have a videotape, uh, but he said he did it with malicious intent and that he had a sickness and did not know how many times he urinated in the workers' drinking supply. Um, so, uh, yeah, the charges against him, uh, the, the district attorney office accepted charges against Diaz, which were filed October 13, 2022. His taken into custody has been held by immigration officials. Yeah, you doing this bullshit change people's fucking lives forever. Guess the race. Hispanic. Okay. Let's check the chat room, see what they believe. And a hundred. I'm fucked with. Yeah, that's terrible. I know it's not the same game. A fan a fan sent it to me. I because I even said I said, I don't know, this might be too dark for the show, but uh you're welcome, fan. That was that wanted to hear this on the air. Like sometimes I don't think people understand. Like this is a kind of a hard segment of the show to do because some of these are such bummers, and there's kind of some comedy rules to stuff that um, you know it's hard to follow because you know we try to make things funny, but some of these are hard, you know. And this was one that was very hard to make funny. Like right. it's just it's just gross and disgusting and not funny at all. Um, but yeah, wet back. Oh, wet back on water. Okay, wet balls. We be back. Latino is gross. Okay, we're gonna <laughs> definitely get kicked off of YouTube for this one. So I'm just gonna move on and say y'all got it right. Let's just move on and just uh, damn. That's what I get. I was. Reading it too fast. Oh, no, my. There we go. Can y'all see it? Yes. Yeah. I was reading too fast. How many families' lives you have divided up? And like I said, people accusing people of having affairs that they literally were not having. Like, the fuck is this? That's a great point. And like, and, and even if it's not just like affairs or whatever, it's just you've changed people's lives forever. People saying they can't kiss their baby no more. You know, that's... Right, because they don't want to give it to what them. What a horrible thing to take from somebody. Um, All right. Let's get into the bonus round. Karen's two for two. All right, last one, Karen. Tell me, can you hear this? A former South Suburban School lunch lady is now facing. Can you hear that? Yes. All right, got another lunch lady crime, everybody. Get your listening ears on. A former South Suburban school lunch lady is now facing criminal charges accused of stealing more than a million dollars worth of chicken wings. WDN's Andrea Medina has that story from oh. Harvey. 
This went on for about a year and a half. What the school worker allegedly did with a large amount of chicken wings is still unknown, but she's in custody at the Cook County Jail and is accused of placing unauthorized purchases separately from the district's legitimate orders. 66-year-old Vera Liddell is a former Harvey School District 152 employee. She's at the center of a major theft scheme that brewed during the COVID-19 pandemic when students weren't allowed in the classroom. Liddell worked for Harvey Schools for more than a decade. She was a food services director, but after her tenure, she was hired as a consultant in July 2020. In that role, she was in charge of placing food orders. Between July 2020 to February 2022, Cook County prosecutors alleged she used her position to embezzle $1.5 million from the school district. Court documents Ooh. accuse Liddell of ordering more than 11,000 cases of chicken wings from the district's food provider, Gordon Food Service, GFS, and picking them up with a district's cargo van. At this time, it's not clear what Liddell did with them, but a proffer presented at her bond hearing last week says the food was never brought to the school or provided to the students. It goes on to say even though the children were learning remotely, the school district continued to provide meals for the students that their families could pick up. The scheme was uncovered January 2022 by the district's business manager during a mid-year audit. The manager found the district was $3,000 over its budget and were only halfway through the school year. Court records reveal oh. the manager discovered individual invoices signed by Liddell for massive quantities of chicken wings, an item never served to students because they contain bones. Parents say it's upsetting to know someone may have selfishly taken the funds intended to nourish students. Uh, this is the area that we live in. We live in, in like, you know, um, middle class, lower than middle, middle class in this area. So it really don't surprise me that somebody would try to get over, but it's kind of sad. Others claim it's not surprising to know a trusted person in their community would do such thing, but they're hoping the district enforces effective oversight over the financial activities of the district. I just feel that um, the people that was watching over that money or who jobs it was, um, they need to be um, looked at because that shouldn't happen. <laughs> The Harvey superintendent is aware of the charges, but declined to speak on camera or give a comment because it is an ongoing investigation. Liddell's next court date is February 22nd. Reporting in Harvey, Andrea Medina. All right, Karen. <clears throat> uh, guess the race. I got the hookup. Y'all want some wings? Black, because trust, <laughs> everybody's getting a motherfucking hookup. And y'all know what the, the, the thing about it, people fail to realize, there's always a checks and balance. Somebody's going to audit. <laughs> And uh, we like halfway through, and you know, we 3000 over the whole fucking budget for the whole goddamn year halfway through. That's going to raise a flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People go, this money supposed to last a whole fucking year. What you mean? We $3,000 over budget. Yeah, I already know when she went to go pick up that stuff in that truck. She was. Chicken, 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 Italian spice. She was. <laughs> I don't know why this commercial feels racist to me. Yeah, you might have to scroll up a little bit. Okay, I'll get to chicken, it. Chicken, 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 chicken. That, that commercial feel racist to me. Y'all can hear that? Yes. Yeah, every time that commercial come on, I just be like, that's Happy racist. Chicken, 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 chicken. Y'all know niggas love some chicken. Spicy finger licking chicken hear, all day. A BK. <laughs> <laughs> chicken, 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 big lip greasy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the only one that hears it that way. 
that one and love them niggas at Popeyes. I'm not the only yes, one. Yes, that's my jam. Uh, anyway, <laughs> oh. crispy chicken, fresh lettuce. I'm sorry, now, nah, now nah, that's my jam. The one, with, the one with Mary J. Blige. I had that as a fucking ringtone. What's in the new? They love putting songs about chicken. What's in the chicken? Whenever rap? somebody's selling some chicken to the black community, they love to make a jingle out of that shit. Yes, like we we love chicken. Yeah, they know what they're doing. I woke up and found you creeping. Oh, girl, I know your secret. You dipping on me. Got that McNuggets love. You went to McDonald's. It just ain't fair. Why can't you share your love with me? Nice song, but you're still not getting any of my crispy, juicy McNuggets. Exciting things are happening at Burger King. Welcome to Burger King. Oh, uh, what's in those new chicken snack wraps? What's in the new what's chicken? What's in the snack? new chicken wraps? Mary? Crispy chicken, fresh wrapped up in a tasty flour, tortilla, crispy chicken. The new chicken snack wraps. Come and get it. Come and get it, niggas. That's my jam. I had that as a motherfucking ringtone. That song goes hard. I don't care what y'all say. They leave the N-word out at the end. They cut off right before he said the new crispy lettuce chicken wrap. Come and get it, niggers. Uh, and then I don't feel too bad. Everyday people at churches, Popeyes, and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Really? Mm-hmm. Chicken's dying every day. So it's really nothing to be that upset about. <laughs> Uh, anyway, the guest is PhD in culinary arts, black, uh, lemon pepper wings, black, uh, what's in the new chicken wrap? Well, black, black Christian who donated to her church's repast. She wasn't reselling them. She was eating them. <laughs> Damn. Black. Wing dings at the next PTA meeting, black, uh, one point, uh, um, okay, uh. All right, everybody said black. I, I don't know. That's good, close enough, guys. Uh, this was easy. This was a layup. Who missed this? Mm-mm-mm. Stealing chicken from the kids, man. The, the kids. kids. And that's and her the picture. Thing is- you buying some shit that they can't eat. They was like, you can't even serve the kids these bones. Like, how the fuck we get all this chicken and we're not throwing an event? Like, Man, the fuck? I know. But I know she was probably popular as hell around the neighborhood, though. You know she was. Yeah, they probably called her the chicken lady. You got the candy you lady and the chicken did. lady. She was selling them shits really cheap because this was a time where it was a, everybody's chicken wings and shit was going, the price of them was going through the roof. And this is why. Supply and <laughs> yeah, demand. She was taking all the damn supply. We was up here like the motherfucking wing stop had to switch the thighs because cause she yeah, was giving away the like a, a, a dollar wing or more. She was giving away the school chicken and shit to the Rick Ross could have used that. Right. You know, we doing thighs now because of her. Did nobody talk about that part? Um <laughs> All right, let's go. Chicken, chicken. All right, let's go to Sawyer Ratchetness.
And of course, right as I try to do that, the program I use to save articles decides to stop working. Okay. Huh. All right, let me see if I can open in a different browser and find it. Uh, okay, I think I got some. I think I'm cooking with grease. Okay, here we go. At least one dead and four injured in samurai sword attack in southern Spain church. Mm, they cutting it up somebody in church? Yeah. At least one person. I mean, that's a whole different, uh, that gives a whole different definition to crossing swords. <laughs> that's a good one the sword and the shield i, I don't that was not as good yeah, um, i like that one uh, <laughs> uh the alleged perpetrator of the stabbings has been arrested uh the incident took place at a parish in the city of Algeciras. uh according to the initial reports the the priest is among the injured excuse me and in serious condition my god damn yeah, that's that's scary as hell. That's all they got for the report too. But I mean, it's better than guns, I guess, in America. You know, but yeah, yeah it's, that's that's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's a it was a Spanish church. It was it happened at Spanish churches, not churches chicken, but Spanish like a couple churches. Oh, couple of them, same yeah, person. That's what it said in this other wow. title. Yeah, it said two churches in the city of Algeciras. Um he was arrested in the southern city, uh in the southern city is located uh by and, and is in custody of the police. Um Yeah, no no idea why he did it or any of the stuff. They said the assailant so first he went to uh and assaulted a, a, a priest in San Isidoro, San Isidro Church. Uh, the priest was seriously injured. Then he took a five-minute walk to another church, Nuestra Señora de la Palma, where he assaulted the sexton. The sexton, whose job is to take care of the church and its maintenance, fled outside where the attacker dealt him mortal wounds in the public square. Um, yeah, the sexton was named Diego Valencia and identified the wounded priest as Antonio Rodriguez. Uh, he's hospitalized in stable condition, and at least three other people were injured, but they didn't say what they were doing there. Mm. Yeah, man. All because a motherfucker had access to a sword. Right. Ooh, it ain't safe out here on these streets, everybody. Be careful, even in the church. You just never know. You never know. All right, child. That's it. Thanks for hanging out with me and my wife and Thank letting you. us be silly in your faces. Um, uh, in your face. Yeah. <laughs> um, once again, this schedule this week is going to be a little hazard, haggard because um, I'm working. I've got a little bit more responsibilities. And um, I know one of these nights they're going to be doing that shoot. And I probably will not even be home to, to, to do a podcast. So, uh so we'll we'll see about the rest of it but uh until then thanks for listening and i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah. <laughs>